Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. I think whether you're starting a business or you are ramping up on taking things more seriously, sometimes you're going to run into a situation where you struggle to get other people on board with what you are doing, with where your passion lies, with where you want to spend your time. And we want to talk a little bit about how to confront those people and have maybe a little bit of an awkward conversation, but also (laughs) maybe where you need to let things go. And some of that is less important than you're making it out to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I'll be here to be the one to give you the freedom to say, you can change your mind about what it is that you like and that you want and that you're working towards. And it is 100% okay to want to do different things, various things, and try on different stuff for size while you're in the journey of figuring out like what it is exactly that you want to be doing. Yeah, for sure. I know when I started my business there had to be a conversation, like a very specific conversation with my spouse. And some people will require this because they have the attitude of buy-in motivates them to move forward or take things more seriously. Some people could care less if they have buy-in from anyone. I think Emily is probably in that category. I'm that person. (laughs) But For me, I had just been laid off. And if you haven't heard my story about being laid off, then head back to the very beginning. I think it might be like episode three or five or something like that. And I talk a little bit more about my story. But specifically, I want to talk about the conversation I had with my husband. And that conversation came about because I had a desire to not look for a full-time job after being laid off. And for some people that can seem like a giant gamble, you're going to start something not only brand new, but you're going to start it from the ground up with no guarantee that it's going to work. And the way I structured that conversation, I think was really helpful. One, 
I didn't just bombard him. I think the first step to having this conversation is I told him in advance I wanted to have a conversation. I know that sounds almost unnecessary, but depending on how your significant other or maybe just someone else in your life that you want buy-in from reacts, sometimes they're going to react out of emotion or frustration if you spring this on them without notice. Well, I want to take a pause for a second though and like make a huge, huge caveat to this entire conversation. Other people's feelings and the way that they choose to react to their feelings are not your problem. They are not your choice. They are not your problem. Will it affect you? Sure. If you live with this person, if you're married to this person, this person is your mom, you see them a lot. I'm not saying it won't, but what we're going to give you today can help make these conversations maybe go smoother or easier or get people on board. But at the end of the day, you cannot control how other people want to decide to react. You cannot control what other people's opinions are about what it is that you're doing. And I don't want you to go into these conversations thinking that you can, because that is a lose-lose for you and the other person. So if you do all of these things and your mama or your spouse or your partner is still getting their panties in a wad about what you're doing, tough, titty, Tina, move on, do your own shit. I'll I'll keep reminding you about that. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. She'll interrupt me plenty of times to tell you. (laughs) So I think the important thing to recognize is how does the person you want to have this conversation with react to change? If you have a tendency to know that they don't react well to change, or perhaps they tend to be a pessimist, then I would set this conversation up in advance. Say, hey, I want to have a conversation about my career. And I know you're busy. Do you have time to talk about it this evening? If you can set that up, then they're less likely to get defensive in that situation. And it also gives them time to process what you might or might not say, which is goofy that you have to give other people that grace. But in the same instance that you wouldn't want to be interrupted and have a 30-minute conversation about the rest of your life in the middle of dinner. (laughs) Those are when I always spring these conversations. (laughs) In the car, actually. That's my favorite. In the car, honestly, is a great time to have the conversation because you don't have to look them in the eye. (laughs) And okay, I'm just going to keep interrupting this. And this is now just like a back and forth conversation with me and Abby. And you guys are just listening. You know, I have a really obviously hard time, not necessarily having conversations like these, but like I tend to just make the decision for myself and this is what I'm going to do. And you either get on board or you don't. And there's definitely a happy medium of like looping people in, especially your partner about your plans and your goals and your actions. And I remember very vividly the first couple years of my business where my partner would ask me like how things are going or what'd you do today or this, that, or the other about business. And since I hadn't really had these conversations with him about what I even wanted my business to do, I was immediately defensive every single time he asked me. Cause I was like, do you think I'm not doing anything? Like uh, this stuff takes time and you don't know anything about business. And I was like, not a very nice person. And so I definitely don't want you to have that. I don't want you to live through a second of that. And I lived through probably a year and a half of that before I was like, Oh, he literally just wants to know what I did today and like (laughs) what my hopes and dreams are. But what I've also learned over the many years of 
being with someone and being in business, again, you can only control how you're reacting and how you feel about a situation. You can hope that someone else gets on board or feels similarly, but you cannot control that no matter how hard you try. So what I have found out is that if I state anything, it doesn't matter if it's like an in-depth conversation or just a sentence, in the place of what I would love is fill in the blank, right? Man, I would really love to work from home. Maybe you say that if you have to commute to the office, right? I would really love to not have to have a commute. I would really love to insert anything you want. I would really love to get paid for my art. Whatever, right? Doesn't matter. It's just a fact sentence. No one can argue with that. It is just something that you want. And I think if you start saying sentences like that, not only will you begin to get more confident in that that could be a reality for you, but like kind of subconsciously, you're like feeding that storyline to the people who you want to get on board with Mm -hmm. you. Now, I think a potential issue with that is that depending on the personality of the person you're talking to, they could view those side comments as pipe dreams or as like, it'd be nice if blah, blah, blah. But if you want them to take you seriously, you have to take yourself seriously in those comments. You can't just say, I don't want to commute or it'd be nice to not have a commute. You have to say these are... Well, and like, don't sit there and be like, I would love to be a millionaire. Like that, I feel like is something so many people are just like, wouldn't it be nice? Like, I want you to get super specific. Well, yeah. But also I think the way you get buy-in is by showing someone what you're willing to do or the process you are taking or walking them through where your head's at and how you're going to get there. Now, not everyone needs the same level of transparency. Like I frankly think anyone that you are not living under the same roof with just frankly doesn't deserve the same amount of time or energy in terms of you discussing it with them because it doesn't impact Including your (laughs) mother-in-law. Yes. I know a lot of people have it. So just like that bitch doesn't need to know every detail. Unless you want to tell her. You can tell her. That's on you. But you don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, you don't owe anyone anything. But if it's a matter of you have a current position that brings in X amount of money a year for your family and you want to walk away from that, then that obviously needs to be a bigger discussion than than maybe you're already at home with kids and you want to add something on. Honestly, I think that's an entirely different conversation. Yeah. It could be like, I would love to bring in an extra 500 bucks a month. Yeah. And I'm going to figure out a way to do that. They're probably going to be all for it. But when you're walking away from something and you don't necessarily have a full plan in place to replace that, that's where people get hesitant. And I want to explain to you that I think it's important that you understand that when people react, while yes, you're not responsible for how they react, they are reacting out of fear and they are reacting an attempt to protect someone they love and care about, i.e. you. And projecting. They're projecting every anxiety, thought, fear, nervousness, whatever that they have about that situation, if it were them doing it, onto you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just because you're confident about what you're doing doesn't necessarily mean they will be about what you're doing, regardless of how confident you are, which is entirely frustrating. But I think... To have it be successful, you give them the grace of like 
saying, I want to have this conversation in advance. And when you sit down with them, you run it as if you're running a business meeting. It's so easy to want to get emotional. I've tried to have this conversation while crying because I was so passionate. People don't take you as seriously when you're crying. I'm just saying. Uh, I disagree. I think there's an appropriate type of crying. I mean this literally, and I've been reading a really excellent book lately that kind of talks about this. Don't use tears for the sake of manipulation. That is not what I'm talking about. That's shady shit. Don't do that. But there's also like Abby was saying, the emotion. Like if you're so passionate about something, sometimes you get visually emotional about it, right? AKA tears. And for some people, that might be the thing that they need to fully see that like, oh, this is triggering her in a good, positive, but emotional way. Like, let me take this seriously. Let me really listen to Mm -hmm. this. Do not use it for manipulation. But also if you cry, you cry. Don't stop them tears. I'm not saying you have to stop them, but like... If you can come in level-headed, if you get emotional halfway through, fine. But like the worst time to have the conversation is when you're already kind of on edge with each other. And then you're like throwing all this other shit at them. Also, I want to quit my job. (laughs) Also tried that approach. Doesn't work. Just so you know. (laughs) Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have this when you're both in a good mood. You know your person well. You know when they're like here for it and when they're not. And there are some times when we deliberately have conversations when we know that our person is not in the right mood. Try not to do that. I'm just telling you these things because we've been there, number one. And number two, sometimes it's good to hear someone else say they've done it. So you're aware that that's maybe not the best (laughs) idea. But I thought it was helpful, at least for me, to talk about my plan. In my situation, I felt it was necessary. Not that I needed their buy-in, but in a way, I needed their permission because we were risking household dollar bills. Like, I was the primary breadwinner. I was the primary person with insurance for me to walk away and not pursue a similar position in my career was a a big risk. And so I said, Hey, like, this is what I want. This is what I think I can do. Here's what I'm willing to do to get there. But also, if I don't get to this place in X timeline, then I'm willing to rethink my plan. And so I told him I wanted 90 days. I said, if I have 90 days, and I can get to here, then I want to keep going, basically. And then because I had that kind of looming over me, and it wasn't even necessarily a goal. It was like, I knew if I didn't do this, I had to go look for a job because we couldn't afford for me not to bring in that kind of income. And so I made it happen in 30 days instead. And I know not all of you are going to get there that fast and that is okay. But if you can just be transparent and you can give people a glimpse into your entire thought process. I think it's so easy to just talk about the sexy bullet points of it. Like I'm going to be a photographer and I'm going to take pictures of kids. And if you're like, I'm going to be a photographer and I'm going to take pictures of kids. And I already have an idea of who my first five clients are going to be. That's a way different conversation than you're just saying you want something. Like already being a step ahead of what they're going to ask you next, I think is really helpful. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? 
I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. What we help a lot of our students create and work through in one of our programs or a couple of our programs is the idea of working backwards to set the 12-month goal and then quarterly goals and then sexy chunks is what we call them inside of those goals, those quarterly goals. I'm not saying you have to have every single thing figured out, but presenting it almost like that overview of this is what I would like to happen. Here's what's going to happen first, second, third, and fourth to make this end thing happen. And here are some of the ideas that I have on how to get there and how to make all of these things actually happen. I think it's like, you've clearly thought something out, you've done some research, 
and you're letting them in on your thought process on how you're going to achieve these goals. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to note that sometimes it's okay to have this conversation before you have everything figured out. And sometimes that will end up destroying your mood (laughs) because some people won't want to participate. Some people won't want to help you get to the end solution they're going to want to shoot you down. And so it's going to be easier to come in with a plan and be kind of ready for them to react poorly, if that makes any sense. Because honestly, even if you have all of this ready, you might still get someone who says to you, I don't think this is a good idea, or I don't think you should do that. And then here's my huge caveat to that. (laughs) Most of the time, that's going to be their fear, projection, emotions, et cetera, right? We've talked about that. This is the way that you need to bucket (laughs) people or conversations, right? I want you to really be asking yourself, what am I needing to get out of this conversation? So why am I presenting this information to this person, right? Do I need them to validate my idea? Because sometimes that's all we're after. Do I need them to be on board and help support me and help me reach these goals? Sometimes that's what we need, right? Ask yourself these things. And then I want you to really, truly dig deep and If the conversation is leading more towards like opinions, like I don't think this is a good idea, that is an opinion, that is not a fact. I want you to really, really, really fact check where that opinion is coming from. Is it someone who's done this exact same thing? So maybe they have legitimate advice to give you. Is it someone who's never, ever, ever owned a business or picked up a camera or a paintbrush or doesn't even know how to like make a PDF on their computer? then maybe they're not the best people to be giving those types of opinions. They may still give them, but I need you to file that back to stuff that doesn't matter, right? Really, 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 when it comes to opinions on whether it's a good idea or not, or whether, yes, you should do this or not, or this is how you should do this or not, really, really, really fact check where it's coming from. Because even like your partner who you need to have on board and like helping support you, you need that from them. But if they've like been an accountant their entire life and like they don't know marketing whatsoever, then like they don't need to be giving their opinion on how or if it's good or not. Yeah. So I think in general, you don't necessarily need validation, buy-in, acceptance, cheers of praise. But it's all nice to have. For sure. (laughs) Now, if you're in a situation where this would be you putting at risk something else that you need in your household in order to move forward. Like, I'm going to quit my job to do this, or I'm going to give up XYZ to do this, or whatever. I think that's when you have to be careful. I'm not saying you can't do it despite of what someone else thinks, but don't do it to the risk or detriment of your relationship. I think you can talk about a compromise. Like that's the whole point of having these relationships, right? That you're supposed to be able to compromise. (laughs) Maybe you have to adjust the timeline or maybe it's just as simple as, okay, I'm not going to like rash, just quit my job and start this business. Like maybe it's you get them to cook dinner a couple nights a week. So you have a couple of extra hours so that you can start the business until you get to this point. So then you can quit. Those are the kind of things you can do. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing situation, but I think it's so easy when you're so passionate and you're so excited and you're so ready to go to get really frustrated when Mm -hmm. you are met with any sort of pushback. 
But pushback is almost more likely than acceptance. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Unless you're chatting with someone who's done something similar, like gone out on their own, I feel like almost everyone who's gone out on their own is like very excited when other people want to explore that and giving their advice and feedback and strategies and whatever. And if you're just that kind of in, like there's an entire side of my family that is all entrepreneurial spirit. So anytime I talk to them about a new project or a new idea, everyone's like asking questions and here's this and what about this? But you don't get that with everyone. Right. And that's okay. So it's just a matter of a little bit at a time. And I'll also tell you because it's important to understand how other people you're having these conversations with view conflict. Okay. I know this seems weird because it shouldn't be conflict, but if they're viewing it as not a good idea or in some way they think it jeopardizes them or their future by you saying all of these things, then you need to understand how they react in a conflict type situation. I'm just going to guess if it's important enough to you to have this conversation, you've perhaps been in an argument or a fight with this person (laughs) in the past. How do they handle it? Are they the person that just wants to keep talking and keep talking and keep talking and keep talking until they figure it out? Or are they the person that needs to walk away and process something? Are they the person that wants to hear like the bullet points now needs to think and we'll come back to it? Literally, how are they processing? Because... Which person are you? I'm the talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it. Oh, I hate that so much. (laughs) I'm the, I need to go take a shower or browse Target and then we can talk about it in a couple days. Yeah. Trust me, that was a really fun thing to learn while Uh I was starting my marriage. (laughs) Because I was like, we can't go to bed angry. We can't... Oh, leave me alone. (laughs) And, I'm tired. And so sometimes these conversations that started out as an argument would go on for hours. <laughs> I am a huge advocate in going to bed angry. <laughs> Go to sleep, girl. <laughs> so the reason I say this is because if you can be the better person in this situation and understand you probably have the habit of the way you fight. It might be you raise your voice. It might be that you keep talking. It might be that you get really quiet or like whatever. But if you can pretend that your version doesn't matter and you can think about how they prefer to fight, I know it's not a fight. You're not going into it with a conflict in mind. (laughs) But if they get defensive and their version is they need time to process, then don't push the damn subject. Like learn to walk away. Yeah. If they're the one who wants to keep talking, then let them talk rather than you keep talking at them. You know, like if you can just like anticipate, it's going to help. Yeah. So I think to kind of round out this discussion of all the things that you could do, what I would want you to really be prepared for is come like with some sort of action plan, like not just what you hope to do and want to do, have those statements ready, but like really specific on what you want. Like, I feel like there's a difference in just being like, oh man, I wish I could own my own business one day. And like Abby was saying, right? If you actually need to get that started and do it, can you say, I would love to have two extra hours of quiet time a day to work on this thing over here? Like, let's help come up with a solution to find those two hours. Like Abby was saying, can they cook dinner a couple days a week? Can they help out with kid drop off or pickup? So you get an hour here, an hour there, right? Whatever it is, 
tag team the solution. So they feel like they're helping out in the achievement of your dreams. That's what we all want to do for each other. And then be very clear with the like, here's what I hope to do within this time frame. Here's like my progress and goals I'm going to share with you so we can kind of keep each other accountable about what's happening over here. And then like get to work, go do it. You might have to be creative in the beginning on when you're able to actually do this, right? You might be getting up at five in the morning or going to bed late and like squeezing in this time, especially if you have a full-time job already, especially if you've got kids in the household or you're taking care of people or whatever it is, right? You might have to get creative. It's not gonna be that forever, but I think so many of us expect the big dreamy scenario to happen like that. And like, you might need to chip away at it a little bit. Yeah, it was not beautiful right away. Like, yes. Did I reach my goal in 30 days? Yes. And then two months later, I only made $75. (laughs) So like, yeah, (laughs) been there like $12 months. What's up? And then, you know, another month goes by and I make five grand, like all ebbs and flows. And I think part of the learning process that I wasn't necessarily prepared for, and if I can prepare you at all would be to say, you just can't ever expect anything to stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be changing, whether that's your attitude or goals or whatever are progressing and getting bigger. Or the way that you think you're going to achieve those goals changes. Yeah. That's okay too. You don't have to keep doing something you don't like just because it was your idea in the first place. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times I've changed my mind, changed my course, changed my action or whatever. Listen. A lot. (laughs) I mean, if you see our Canva account, the amount of business cards Emily has made. (laughs) (laughs) 10,000. This is what I'm doing now. The amount of domains we own. (laughs) Oh my God. It's hysterical. No, at one point (laughs) we had so many domains that it looked like we had reoccurring charges on on our GoDaddy. Our bookkeeper was like, you really need to look into us. It seems like they're charging you some sort of membership. And we're like, no, just have a lot of domains. <laughs> they just keep them. renewing. <laughs> anyway. I did not renew one just last month. I let it lapse. So getting better. Look at you. It's so good. <laughs> Well, I hope that was helpful. I hope you understand that it's not easy for everyone or the majority of people. And so if you're nervous or anxious about this, that's totally okay. And Mm -hmm. I hope you get someone who's ready to cheer you on. And if not, know there's a community of people here to support you. And you are welcome in our community anytime. Just head Mm -hmm. over to bossproject.com slash community. And we want to support you even if you're missing that from others. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. 
You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.